Hello, newsies. Welcome to another episode of Get the Flick Out of Here. Uh, I am your host, Alex, with with Kate, as always. Um, So, uh, Kate, because we're trying to keep these under an hour now, and there's so much to cover, I'm going to get right into it without the usual pleasantries. Um, This was suggested to us by a few people early in our run and i did not know what this was and i did not even know where to find such a thing uh and then i then i saw it uh that it was available on our favorite service Tubi, mm-hmm. and uh i i i said well i'm gonna put this on the list because the the description is just insane um and movie so also insane well m- movie lives up to the description yeah. um and uh, we were planning on doing something uh, different this week, but it just didn't, it wasn't going wasn't gonna to work. So I was like, early in the week, I was like, let me see if there's something else that we can do. And so I turned this on and we're, I was four minutes into it and I was like, oh no, this is what we're doing. We're doing this. This is a thing. Uh, and then I, I watched the whole deal and uh, like, like it happens so often, I will like live DM it to you my reactions and then you will find out after i had watched the entire film and live dm'd everything to you you will then check your dms and and see the entire reaction to the entire thing and um and yep this is let me see if i can scroll back okay here it is oh by the way i'm not sure we should do redacted Uh. this week yep tammy and the t-rex that's what we're doing I am four minutes and 35 seconds into this thing, and that's what we're doing. Holy crap. You will never guess how this high school student is murdered in this scenario. I mean, never. Holy S word, this is impossibly bad. I just laughed harder (laughs) at something in this movie than I have ever laughed at anything in any movie we reviewed. Maybe any movie I've seen, period. The movie was not trying to be funny at all. I'm growing concerned about the well-being of the people who made this movie. These people needed professional psychiatric help, not a movie deal scene. Yes, I got them go. all at once. It was yep. beautiful. Yes. Because I can also yeah. hear Alex's voice and yes. interject where he was laughing. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I got to be honest. This is the first time that I don't know if I'm going to get the flick out of here or not, I think I'll conclude when we talk through it. Right. There are some things I'm like, you have to see this, oh, but I'm yeah. also like, at the same time, you should not see this movie. No. So I'm, I'm yeah. very, very conflicted. And that's the first mm-hmm. time this has happened. And mm-hmm. I know we're going to dive right into it. Cause we have to go quick, but Jesse Ozog saying, I could have sworn you guys already did this movie. We did a different T-Rex movie. That's where we're at on the show. We 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 have we have done, uh, I believe, three separate '90s dinosaur movies, including uh, Theodore Rex uh, and uh, the uh, Mario Brothers movie, which shouldn't have had dinosaurs in it, but but did. So um, um, this uh, I only found out after I had watched it um, the genesis of it. Um, uh, a, a man from South America had procured an animatronic Tyrannosaurus Rex about 10 feet tall and was going to uh, sell it to a museum in Texas, I think. And before he wanted it, before he did that, 
he contacted a director friend of his in the States and said, you could use it to make a movie. And the director friend's like, well, what's the story? He says, I don't have one. That's up to you. Uh, you're the director. Uh, you come up with a story. Uh, the only problem is it has to be at the museum in Texas in a month. So the director wrote the script in a week, cast it in a week, uh, did all that the first thing, and then shot it in three weeks, and they got it to the museum on time. The director of the movie, this was not his first movie. Previously, he had directed Mannequin 2 and Mac and Me. Mac and Me, Kate. This was the brainchild of the guy who directed Mac and Me and thought at the end of Mac and Me, they were due a sequel. So, like, this is who this person is who put it all together in a week, somehow found pre-fame Denise Richards and pre-fast and pre-furious Paul Walker and put them in this movie along with the guy who played not only Count Spretzel in Mannequin 2, but also Bernie in Weekend at Bernie's somehow found that dude who wasn't doing anything for three weeks, put them all together. Every single location was within a half hour of the director's house. They threw this thing together entirely um, like on an absolute fly-by-night, seat-of-your-pants, shoestring budget, threw everything together, uh, and, and he says that he was making this for people who like wacky movies, he was making it, you know, as a gag. No, but from no, a no. from a guy who made Mac and Me and thought he was doing it in earnest. No, I can tell you, you are definitely Monday morning quarterbacking your own terrible movie. You thought this was gonna be great, and that's how you made the movie. And everyone who saw it afterwards goes, "This is terrible." And you were like, "Uh, it's supposed to be terrible." No, 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 Stuart Raffle, Stu. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I know what you're up to. I get it. Alex, crucially, when you named other dinosaur movies we've done you left out the goat of great bad movies which is the velocipaster well that's which true. was trying to be bad and right. said that, that was that came much later than this i believe maybe it took inspiration from how bad this was oh uh, yeah that was i was just about to say like i think they thought what if it had tried to be bad and what if it was just one of those dinosaur suits and seven animatronic one yep. and we put uh pastor in it because yeah. like no, this was definitely this was definitely sincerely trying to be. Um, I cannot believe the cast that got pulled for this. This is insane. I mean, Denise Richards, but th this is before she had done anything. It's before Paul Walker had done anything. They were just kids looking for a paycheck, right? But like, how so was this the launching to pad? put on their reel? That's li literally all they were looking for. Li what? Listen. There are a lot. There are lots of young idiots in Hollywood just trying to get something that they can show to an agent. Anything they don't care. And he happened to get two of them who were going to be stars later in life. Uh, 
I think this this catapulted them into their success. This movie right. was so no, good. For sure. For sure. Uh yeah, this for was the, for this is a launch pad. For sure. Um the description, I believe, uh reads something like um uh a high school student is murdered and his body is placed into in uh, his brain is placed into the body of an animatronic Tyrannosaurus Rex. He escapes and wreaks havoc on his tormentors and reunites with his lost love. That is the the little log line for this movie on Tubi. So uh, it begins with um, with Denise Richards doing a choreographed dance routine uh, over the credits to something that's like, Hey, everybody, I'm your dinosaur, and I'm coming for you. And I'm gonna get more. It's the worst music written for a film ever. Um, and uh, they're trying. They're, they're. I don't know. They're they're choreographing an dance routine to a dinosaur song. Uh, they're high school cheerleaders doing this, and the credits crucially also say Tanny, Tanny, and the T Rex. Nobody knows why. Um, everyone calls her Tammy in the movie. I don't know if it was supposed to be Tanny, and he to- and he like sent a- an old copy of the the script, or or copied and pasted it wrong. But all the credits say Tanny with two N's instead of two instead of two M's. Also, it's not Tammy and the T Rex; it's Tanny and the Teenage T Rex. So right away, and they never bothered to fix the title sequence at, at all. Um, so she's Denise Richards dancing everything. This is pre Wild Thing. She hadn't showed her boobs yet. Um, Alex, so, I think what you're you're missing is the foreshadowing, right? Like that song was about oh dinosaur dinosaurs, right. yeah. So I yes, think you true. might have just missed how genius it was. Yeah, it's true. I did. You're very um, attention detailed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. you swing and a miss. Yeah. Um, so we get um, uh, uh, Paul Walker walks in. He is uh, um, half dressed for football practice he's carrying his helmet and shoulder pads he's all sweaty he's wearing his football pants um and a long sleeve cut off shirt and he sits he's got a little a little bit of little bit of uh you know dirt you tell the practice of football a little dirt on his face that's how you um, know he is uh unspeakably gorgeous at the age of 21 paul walker is <laughs> Like he's the prettiest human being that has ever lived at the age of twenty-one. Uh, it is it is unnerving to look at. I was at like, him. oh, look at this supermodel who yeah, walked in. Yeah, yeah, um, yes. Anyway, so so he sits and he just makes goo goo eyes at at Denise Richards, who is trying to remember her choreography while making goo goo eyes back at him. So they finish the choreography and she walks up to him, gives a little does a little peck on the side of the mouth, and uh, and he says, "I have to, I have sociology. You want to walk me?" It's like. What is it? So, how is practice? Oh, good. Coach is still punishing us for losing last game. Um, so you have you have football practice during the day. Is that's like a you have football class? You had football class, like third period. You have football class. Is not how things work, Stuart Raffle. Like he would have practice after school. She's like not going for, to so so whatever. So he says, um, "You want to walk me to sociology?" So he's walking her to sociology. Um, and they come out of the, the thing, and uh, this is where we meet Byron. Uh, 
some movies from the 90s have the stereotypical uh, black student and some have the stereotypical gay student. And Stuart Raffles says, no time for that. They're both in the same character. So we get Byron, who is as black and as gay as anyone has ever been in a movie from 1993. Also, I immediately was like, this is a direct lift from Mannequin 2. And I did not even know he directed Mannequin 2 as well. This mm. is them trying to copy and paste right. from Mannequin 2, this exact right. same archetype. Um, here, here's, here's how you can tell uh, that he's gay. Everything. But also, here's how his first words are to an extra walking by. Work it, girl! Like, okay, so immediately we know who this guy is. But also, he is wearing a dashiki and a kufi cap with kente cloth. He is as black as he's a black guy. You can tell because it's where all the African clothes he wears. Also, very gay because he says "work it, girl." So, um, so uh, Tammy um, uh, intro- introduces him to Paul, to Paul Walker, to Michael, uh, and they giggle about everything that he says because he's so funny because he's black and gay. Um, and then he's like, "All right, honey, I'll see you later. I gotta fly." And uh, and he it goes in there like so you you know Byron right yeah I know Byron why did you introduce him then that was weird um hey I wanted to talk to you about something and she pulls out a little side pocket of her duffel bag a yellow rose with a bracelet intertwined with the thorns it says I can't accept this um and uh and he's like why not you know why not. Um, this is where she explains to him that she can't be his boyfriend, even her, his girlfriend, even though she did a kiss hello to him. And it's obvious that By- Byron says she's been telling me everything about you. And I can see that you measure up to everything that she says. So so you can't you can't go steady with him. You can't accept the bracelet, whatever, uh, because of some reason. Um, uh, he's like, I'm not scared of him, he says. I don't I don't care. Don't you understand that I would never be able to live with myself if he did something to hurt you? I I can't I can't accept this. I can't I can't be your like in public girlfriend. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I think they were going for like we can't like make this official. But at right. this point, crucially, because I knew there was going to be a T-Rex involved at some point when it was like I'm scared he's going to hurt you. I was like, oh, sick. We're getting the dinosaur right now. Like, we're getting the dinosaur (laughs) so up front. I'm so excited. But, no. And you know what else this this guy to be feared isn't, Alex? Yeah. Intimidating in the slightest. No. Here's the other thing that that a much much better movie would have done this the opposite way. Where the guy who is protective who is super protective of her and possessive and won't let the relationship go is a star football player and all of the guys who are running around with him are other football players big beefy dudes um and also that's why all those girls run around with him because they all want to get in the pants of the the high school football star and the reason she also can't uh her, her parents would never accept michael is because he's a shy like cute but misunderstood burnout kid who like is a loner or whatever and that's why she can't be with him publicly because she's got also got this reputation she feels like she needs to uphold all of those things but instead they make the burnout kid and all of his burnout friends 
the intimidating bullies, not one of them is over six feet tall. Not one of them is over 170 pounds. Paul Walker towers over the bully kid, Billy. Um, and uh, it is so odd. Also, it almost immediately erupts a brawl. Like, I'm walking with this lady. What do you say? She's my lady. And then they start to have a fight. And at no point is there any other football player anywhere in the vicinity to help him. Baby faces have no friends. Is I the was immediate... just thinking that. Like, the A, as I was watching here. it, and here, was like, yeah. dumb baby. this is peak dumb baby face syndrome. You are on a football team yes. of fellas. And yes. you know that this guy is coming to get you. Yeah. And apparently, every turn. Yeah. Anywhere he goes, he is being yeah. literally stalked. To the point yeah. where this, like, it calls for a restraining order. You know what I mean? So that part feels like later. I'm like, they track him at one point in this movie. Uh, the fact that he, the guy, he does have a bat at least later. Yeah. Um, but I was like, he, I could beat him up. Like, he's just this little twerp with a terrible haircut. And yeah. all of his friends are like, I think one of them is the same actor that played Squeak in basketball. Like, I, <laughs> they're all just like these little, they're the kids you would pick on in science class, but you put a leather jacket on them is a really weird choice. Yeah. This is, um, uh, so there's a big brawl and all the kids gather around all the, there's, uh, I will, I will, because I don't have, they don't really have names. Uh, I will refer to them as Slutty Bad Girl 1 and Slutty Bad Girl 2. Sure. Slutty Bad Girl 1 is really into Billy. And it's like, kill him! Kill him! Kill! She just keeps screaming at Billy to kill him in their little fight, which isn't really a fight. Nobody throws a punch. They're just throwing each other around. It's not really Best good. Best fight the, scene the, ever. The entire like, this is school, so poorly staged. The, oh, the entire... At one point, they like grab each other by the elbows and just just turn around swing each other by the elbows they look um, like figure skaters that was so bad <laughs> uh and so the entire school is gathered around this we're in we're in the middle of school because she's on her way to sociology at no point does a teacher ever show up no none never no figure not no nobody so 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 the fact that the cops have to come these two bumbling old white sheriff, sheriff's deputies that feel like they're from like an episode of Dukes of Hazard, like, come on now, Billy, you know the school's got a restraining order again, you. You can't be here now. Let go of that boy's gonads because they grab they they grab each grab each other's fistful of balls, and they're trying. That's how that's there's a stalemate. Paul we got Walker one here. What, on. what you call a testicular stalemate? Uh, and finally they pry them loose, and then one of the what the matter, boy? You got no balls? I got a cup on. They're like, oh, ha ha! Paul Walker's smart. Um, so well, then Billy he came up, from third period football practice. Right. He should yes. have a cup on. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna um, he's gonna uh, he, I'll kill you. He drag him off to I don't know juvie or I, something. I missed a restraining order justification. That's on me. Yeah, is a poorly enforced restraining order then? Oh yeah. Because they do yeah. nothing to protect him. No, they um, they don't. I, I must have missed that. My bad. Um, I miss. I also missed this very crucial point where uh, he she gives him the flower back, and he, and he and he and he bites it, and she goes, "You're so crazy, you know that." Maybe that's what I like about you. Oh, really? Not his perfect bone structure, <laughs> or his impeccably gelled '90s hair, 
or his or his deep, deep, glistening blue eyes. That's not what attracts you to him. It's his, it's the fact that he's crazy because he bit a flower. White American young Minoru Suzuki. Fair to say. Fair to say. Yeah, true. true. Um, yeah, when he bit the flower and she laughed and called him crazy. Like, I, knowing there was a dinosaur coming in this, I was like, is that what turns him into a dinosaur? Like, I knew that his brain got translated, but I was just so dinosaur ready. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, like, it didn't even take that long for us to get there, but it still felt like an eternity because yeah. I was just waiting yeah. for the dinosaur moment. Oh, sure. I was ready. I was in. Sure. Um, so, uh, um, <clears throat> so, He's at one point. He says, "So you're going to the party tomorrow night?" He says, "It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Okay, I'll see you there." Um, but this is all before the big fight scene. Okay, so um, after the fight, uh, they take they take away um, Billy, and then Tam- Tammy's like, "I can't do this anymore," and she runs away. Uh, and so then there's a little scene between Byron and Michael. I was like, I don't even know why she dated him in the first place. Listen, we all make mistakes, honey. It happens to the best of us. And it's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, And so then cut to a dinosaur in the fog. It's just standing there. And then uh, in walks Dr. Valkenstein. Uh, played by the guy who played Bernie and Bernie. So he's I'm he's the only good thing in this movie, honest to God. Um, like Bernie, Bernie Walkenstein. Uh, he was you could I could the whole friggin' time he's ad libbing everything. Has to you be ad libbing everything. Um, so um, let's show me it move and a guy up in some little 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 room overlooking this warehouse floor hits something on a on a on a computer and it moves a little bit. Uh, show me its eyes, its mouth. Show me its hands. Ah, yes. And so its little hands are like this. <laughs> he says, "Okay, now show me its power." And another, and a big burly dude grip grabs a barbell with weights on it that just happens to be there, and and hands it to the little hands of the animatronic thing, who then throws it and it lands at the feet of Doctor Walkenstein. Okay. Um, uh, now show me its teeth. Uh, you can see you can see its teeth. Its its mouth is open. There's lots of teeth. Oh, you mean show me its jaw power? So they put a rotten log in its jaws, and it crumbles, which is supposed to signify that it has crushing power of its jaws. Um, I will give you immortality. Okay, so the guy up in the crow's nest, uh, computer guy. That's Bobby. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 big burly dude is Carl, and then mm-hmm. also there's a very leggy uh girl. Uh, named uh, very tall. Her name's Helga. That's uh, Walkenstein's uh, girlfriend. This is you need to know all this. Okay, so uh, cut to Michael in bed listening to a Bonnie Raitt knockoff song, like because all all the all the all the all teenage boys in '93 were big Bonnie Raitt buffs. Uh, Love them some Bonnie Raitt. Um, let's give them something to talk about. It, it, it does feel like is it, you know what it's not remind me of it's sometimes love just ain't oh my god yeah. that's what it sounded like to me um and uh so anyway he gets a phone call from tammy who's sitting in her bed uh and she's always been crying because her eyes are all puffy she says 
Um, hey, um, I'm sorry, I ran away today. I'm so sorry. Um, what are you doing right now? I need you. Please come over. Can you come over here? And immediately Michael's like, I'm gonna get laid! Hooray! And he's, <laughs> like, he doesn't care about anything and else. you're a depiction so, of boys at the sea. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she's like, um, come over. Uh, just, um, hey, d- but I want my parents to know. So just come to the window by the driveway. That's that's my that's my room. And uh, don't park out in front. It's like, yeah, sure, 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 sure. So he jumps out of bed. Yes. And he goes and grabs clothes to change into on the way there. But then he leaves his bedroom, runs back in, goes to the drawer of the nightstand, moves a bunch of random bits and bobs out of the way and finds a condom. And he kisses the condom. And that's how he knows he's going to have sex. So uh, so he, he runs. Um, and then... He pulls How up. How old are they truck. supposed to be? I'm going to say 17. Just, okay. just as a straight up, you know, seniors, juniors. Crucial for later when they're dancing on the lawn, but we'll get there. Where she is dancing with a 40 year old at one point. But we'll right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so um, he comes up to the little window overlooking the driveway. Um, and she's like, her boom her is like above the garage. Uh, where where the driveway is, he's like, "Hey, Tammy, hey, hey, Michael, climb up the trellis." And so he uh, climbs up the trellis, but then slutty bad girl one and slutty bad girl two drive by in their jeep, and uh, they're like, "Oh my god, did you see that?" And they see Michael coming. Oh, let's call Billy. This will be great. Yeah, let's call Billy. He's gonna commit murder. We'll be accessories. Awesome. And so they drive away. Um. So <clears throat> when he climbs into the window, he knocks over everything. Um and there's a you know, commotion. So a fo- her phone by her bed rings, and she picks it up, and it's her dad. Her dad is calling her from somewhere within the house, because that is the family that we have here. Um and uh so it's like oh no dad I'm sorry I just I dropped my dictionary. And uh and so so she's okay. And then this so of course they just they get right back down to business. He gives her the bracelet, and this time she accepts it. So it's so, so now she's willing to be with him. So I guess. now they're going um, steady after everything she feared did happen. Right after he right. got his ass beat. Yeah. Right. So, um, so uh, Billy shows up with with his entire entourage, and the dad who could not be like more like country club type of of dad. Like he's all of five foot seven. Yeah. A hundred and twenty eight pounds. I'll handle this, he says to his wife. Um, and and so um, <clears throat> Billy shows up, pushes right past the dad. Again, this is so much better if the dad likes Billy because yeah, he's a football course. star and lets him in and actually would would be rooting for Billy to beat the shit out of, out of the guy who's going after his, his little girl because that guy, the Michael character, is a deadbeat in his eyes. A lot better, but we're not we're not talking about a good movie here. We're talking about a bad movie. So yeah. um that uh, we are. so um she says, Michael, get out of here, go out back out, just run. Um, I'll see okay, I'm not I'm not scared of him, but I'm scared for you. Please go. And so Billy shows up, uh, looks out the window to him climbing down the trail, says, You're dead, I'm coming to get you. Um, and and everyone leaves, go get the cars. He's like, you're mine. Can't you get through it your head that you're mine? I'll be back, okay? I'm coming back. Uh, and he leaves. Uh, and one guy is chasing Michael on foot. Why Michael doesn't hop in his truck and drive away, I don't know. 
they 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 show him like he leaves his jacket behind, which is how they know he's there. Maybe his keys are in his jacket, but it's never explained why he doesn't just get in his car and drive away. Um, so they they do a one guy's on foot, everyone else is in cars, convertibles, naturally. Um, like late 70s model convertibles. And uh and the eventually they pick up the dude who's running after him, jump in, and he's running down the middle of the street. Okay. On his right are some hedges that are easily vaulted over and a bunch and a parking lot with a bunch of different exits and entrances. Okay. For like a, a an office park. On his left is uh is wide open vacant lot. Easily dr- there's no curb. There's just like, you know, it where 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 the thing dips down and a car can drive over. If he turns right, he's fine. He could double back. They can't find him. He's going to be okay. But because he's a baby face and he's an idiot, he turns left and they just drive after him. Um, and eventually they catch up to him and Billy hits him in the back with a baseball bat going about 40 miles an hour. This <clears throat> does not cripple his spine. He just falls over. Um, they beat him up some more. Uh, and and then they're like, this is, the, this is the line that he uses. He says, what would you do if you found out some some asshole was screwing your old lady and you had the power to do anything to them that you wanted? Number one, old lady? What are you, a, a biker from 1982? Old lady? What is th- what? <laughs> what is this? Uh. Of note, if you have a restraining order already and you go to someone's school and assault them, Aren't you arrested? I feel like, yeah. He says the the school has a restraining order against you. Did the school not want to press charges even though he showed up and instigated a big brawl? I don't know. Yeah, and if the restraining order is already in place, I feel like, isn't that like a stipulation of it? Um, Also, yeah, I mean, dumb, dumb baby face syndrome to the extreme. Where is the... Where is anybody else who witnessed this happen? Like, where is where are the parents of Denise Richards? Why aren't they in a car chasing after? Like, you know, this is no good, right? Um, why didn't they? Oh, call? it'll it'll boys <laughs> will be boys. It'll get settled, I'm sure. But my favorite, my favorite, my favorite contribution of the mom of Denise Richards' entire movie <laughs> is when they're sprinting down. You can hear her on the phone with the police. A gang. No, a gang gang. Bang. Oh, it's so good. A gang gang. Oh, a bang, my bang, God. Gang. It's ridiculous. Um, Maybe he, so, used, he didn't wait for the sugar glass to come in. That's what happened. They're like, um, uh, you say, it's not about you, Billy. She's done with you. I don't think so. And uh, put him in the trunk. So they put him in a trunk and they drive away. Um, so they pull up to this uh, a big chain chain link fence. And this this guy named Weasel, who would later go on to have fame for being in a Got Milk commercial where he where he ate peanut butter and then couldn't say the word Aaron Burr. That's that's who yes. this 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 and this character this has actor is. been that guy in every movie yes, ever. Yes, yes. <laughs> um. So his name Weasel. He gets out with bolt cutters. He bolt cuts the the, the chain. That the, opens up the gate. They drive through it, and the camera pans back to see Wild Animal Park. And it starts showing you like panthers and jaguars. It's most it's not really a wild animal park. It is a big cat sanctuary. There's in the middle of this town they live somewhere in California. 
is a wild animal park um and they drive into it um and eventually they see a lion cross the street and then the guy playing billy says stop the car like the way he says the way he says it is ridiculous like a oh, but sexy earlier, radio no, dj yes very weasels weird. weasel says weasel says he says uh 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 um uh, uh how far are you gonna go boss a teenager calling another teenager boss is a very odd structure of the script. He does a lot. I'm going all the way. Um, so they let him out. They they force him to apologize, and they leave him there. And the weasel's like, hey, aren't you going to tell him? He'll figure it out sooner say, or later. Say thanks was my yeah. favorite yeah. yeah. I also, in my notes, just have written down, what a great name for a wild animal park. Yes, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Call it like the county's wild animal park. It's so, just called wild animal park. Right. Um, Paul Walker gets up, realizes he is uh, is surrounded by wild animals, runs from a lion up a tree. Uh oh, there's a panther. Jumps off of the a branch and immediately is mauled by a lion. I mean, we watch him get mauled by a lion. We watch that lion, like a full grown adult male lion, have him by the throat. A game warden uh, pulls up and uh, and shoots, you know, shoots his shotgun. We're assuming Alex, it's a lion. Crucially, yeah. we get yeah. an animatronic lion and a CGI lion. Yes, and yeah. it flips. Yeah, look <laughs> in one shot, you see the lion like head on from a camera angle, and then it pans away to like a landscape shot, and that becomes right. a CGI lion that looks nothing like the animatronic lion. Right, and yeah. mauls him. Yes. Um. Uh. So he's dead. Except he's not. When I when I te- when I sent you like you will never guess how they murder <laughs> the teenager. I assumed he was murdered by a lion in a wild animal park, but he was just mauled lightly because in the hospital, Denise Richards shows up. Oh my god, what have they done to you? Apparently nothing. He's fine. They didn't even like bother putting like scratch marks in makeup on his face. He's perfectly fine he's just in a coma um he got knocked on the head by getting taken into the throat of a lion now i get it young paul walker extremely attractive you don't want to you don't want to mess that up he looks great okay but um unrealistic to what was done to him his hair was not even tussled really like he just no no it was still still perfectly gelled um uh, they they've also meet Bob, drunk Uncle Bob, which is only is Drunkle Bob, and he's the only uh relative that that yeah that 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 Michael has. He's sitting there, he's passed out. Uh, Billy and Weasel show up. Uh, he slaps her, she kicks him in the nuts. Uh, Byron threatens to scr- scratch Weasel's eyes out. Uh, they run away. Then Doctor Walkenstein shows up with Helga. He's smoking a cigarette in the hospital. Uh, and he is directed to uh, his friend, Dr. Rosenthal, who uh, sent him uh, the information that this, this kid was here. Uh, I have a doctor so, in my life that's Dr. Rosenthal, and I was like, oh my God, is he conspiring to turn my brain um, into a dinosaur? So he, Dr. Rosenthal, to his credit, thinks Dr. Walkenstein is actually a real doctor, which he is definitely not. Um, yes. And uh, Dr. Walkenstein's like, hi, hey, how's it going? And distracts Denise Richard by asking her random questions while Helga, like, puts a thing on the little tube to fake a code blue. And, oh, my God, he's flatlining. 
we have to save him. So Dr. Walkenstein straddles him, hits him in the chest a bunch of times, screaming live. And then just like, live, live, live. Okay, he's dead. Um, and and so then Denise faints and Byron faints. Uh, and they 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 are able to easily steal a fake dead body, an actual live body from a hospital with nobody finding it, no finding out. My notes also just <clears throat> they just say dot 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 why? Like every other med scientist, there's a clear like this evil corporation hired us to develop this technology and it either got out of hands or we started using it for the wrong. Right. What we see with this group is them testing out an animatronic T-Rex right. and then murdering a high school. Yes. Um, the, 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 so they, so he comes out of his coma when they're going to put him into the car. Like he's fine. And he says, but he has a dumb wizard of Oz joke. Like I was in Kansas. There was a tornado and you were there and you yeah. were there and you were there. And then Helga punches him once and he falls asleep and they put him in the, in the, and they drive away with him in the car. Um, uh, so they take his brain out in this dingy warehouse with a saw. Uh, but he wakes up again before they actually start cutting. She knocks him out again with one single punch. Uh, they cut off the top of his head. Carl, the big burly guy, vomits. Um, they probe his brain to make his leg kick. And when he does, you can see there's a there's a hand underneath the, the little um, sheet that is then used to uh, manipulate a dildo which then when they poke his brain another time, it gives him a little erection and they waggle it around. It's a really, really bad movie. Um, so they, it's they, also a this... lot of sexualizing of high schoolish between yes. how this ends, this like erection yeah. thing. I was like, mm. you're telling us they're probably 17. In this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, definitely. This is, this is basically child porn. Um, so uh, uh, so <clears throat> what we get is um, they put the brain in the dinosaur. They test the dinosaur. Um, where they uh they 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 make his his legs move and his eyes blink and his mouth open. All right, great. We 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 fi- we we implanted a human brain into an animatronic T Rex. Cool. I guess we'll figure out more in the morning. And then <laughs> Doctor Walkenstein and Helga leave, and Bobby and Carl order a pizza. Um and uh. Uh, the pizza guy shows up, and it's the same guy who will ten years later pay, play Pedro in a mo- Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. <laughs> He's the pizza delivery boy. He gets scared away by the dinosaur, but drops the pizza. Carl and uh, and Bobby eat the pizza. Then Carl's going to go get the um uh the the car so they can put Paul Walker's body back in the morgue um without a brain in it. They're just going to staple his head back together and feel like that's good enough. Um, Bobby talks some shit to the dinosaur who then Paul Walker in the dinosaur T-Rex Michael eats, uh, Bobby's head. He runs around like a, like a chicken with head cut off, uh, literally into, uh, some boxes. He then, uh, Carl shows up and then he, he kicks Carl out the door and stomps on his chest and face flattening him. There's a lady on a payphone nearby who sees a dinosaur and she's like, hurry, call the police. But before I go, uh, make sure $20 on number five in the seventh to win. So she's betting the ponies, but leaves the phone off the hook. So T-Rex Michael walks, kind of. I mean, like they show his legs move, but then they show the dinosaur obviously on something with wheels rolling toward like the 
and he picks up the phone and he calls Tammy, the dinosaur, calls Tammy with his tiny little T-Rex fingers, calls Tammy, and uh, cut to Tammy's bedroom, which has a weird, like, little plush ducky and a doily pillow. Like, is she a grandma? Uh, but they pan over to her phone ringing, and we can see it's actually Denise Richards' room because of her own headshot that is laid out on a chair. Uh, and... <laughs> And so she, the answering missing picks up, so he has to hang up, and then his little T-Rex finger probes the coin return slot, but there's no coin in there. He scares off some drunks, and then cut to a big high school party. Well, house party. Well, not a house. It's a patio party. They're all on a lawn dancing. The stomped on his chest scene. Yep. Uh, like a soft yep. pillow. Yeah, Look, yes. this is not well done at all. It's hysterical. Um, this path of destruction for the dinosaur feels like a, a six out of ten, like on 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 the destruction level. But like also, not only do we not know why these guys have done it, they also seem extremely ill prepared for the idea of like, okay, what if we actually transplanted a human brain into an animatronic T Rex? Yeah, like then nobody thought of the ramifications at any point. In that process. No, 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 no. Um, they didn't have time for that. They wrote the script in a week. Um, <laughs> there's a great point though where, where Michael T. Rex sees himself laid out on this on this journey. Yeah, this is actually and, then, good. and picks up the mirror and looks in it and sees that he's a dinosaur and roars like it's like it's Jack Nicholson in, in uh, Batman. It's great. Um, but uh so slutty bad girl number one is dancing with a fat Nazi biker who appears to be, I don't know, 35. Um, slutty bad girl too is feeling bad about what she did, so uh, she walks up uh, to slutty bad girl who has a conscience. Yes, she does. Slutty bad girl. Slutty bad girl one is just extremely intense. She's like, kill him and wants to have sex. Like, there's something wrong. There's something going on with her. Um, so uh, she walks up to Tammy, who's sitting next to a girl we've never seen before. Uh, sorry, what a what a terrible accident. It wasn't an accident, slutty bad girl too. Uh, Byron walks up and is like, what is that bitch doing here? Uh, and the girl we've never seen before says, she's just trying to say she's sorry. Ah, whatever. I'll, I'll see her around. We never see her again. Um, like who, who asked you random bystander whose name we do not know? Why are you, why are you weighing in? Um, t- Byron says time heals all wounds. You'll learn to love again and other meaningless platitudes. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, Billy shows up with his entourage in tow and um, uh, Denise Richards leaves. Um, uh, 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 hey, I want to talk to you. Um, I don't want to see you again ever for the rest of my life. Well, that's just fine. That just suits me just fine, bitch. And then she turns around and looks at him like that was that was that was the end. Like, it, I know, I, I, I know, I know, I definitely have to leave. Um, so um, Slutty Bad Girl One's like, um. Hey, this this fat Nazi biker that I'm that I was dancing with. I left him behind. It, w- she's so mean to you, Billy. Wouldn't you rather have sex with me, slutty bad girl one? And it's like I'll dance with you. And so they dance. And then um, Weasel wants slutty bad girl number one. Always a bridesmaid, but never a bride. That Weasel. Um, so true. Uh. So um. So slutty bad girl one and Billy uh start to grind. 
Um, oh, hey, people we've never seen before. A bartender. There's a bartender, like a bartender hired by a catering company with with bottles of liquor with a little with little pour spouts in them, who's making drinks for everybody at this high school house party, like you do. Um, the mix so- of people at a high school house party is insane. Like the extras all look like they're in their forties. It's so creepy and weird. Apologies in advance to Jimmy Van. We're going long. Uh, T, uh, so T Rex Michael walks up to the outskirts and surveys the scene of the party. He's like in the in the in the forest outside. Um, so uh, Slutty Bad Girl One got Billy all hot and bothered on the dance floor. So he takes her to the back seat of his car. Weasel sees this and is really upset. So he's gonna go pee in the into the bushes. And he ends up like sees the the the, the animatronic T Rex and goes, "Who put this piece of shit here? Better pee on its foot." And he does. He pees on the foot, and the foot raises up and then like swipes. He does like a one legged kangaroo kick and uh and swipes swipes at his belly and disembowels him. And like he screams, looks down at his guts. He is literally holding his guts. They are the fakest looking. Nothing has ever looked faker. Than, the, than these guts look in his hands uh, boy, before he drops oh them to the boy. floor. Did this look like they went to the NXT prop department and or Party City? They're the same thing. And uh, yeah, no, it's terrible. It's yeah. um, When you explain the origin story, every, every part of this confirms their like, story checks out. Yes. With, with every aspect One, of this movie. 100%. Yes. Yes. Um, so the sex um, in the car scene is insane. Yes. Uh, so he, um, he, 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 Billy is having backseat car sex with in a, in a convertible, fifteen yes. feet from the from eighty party goers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, slutty bad girl one is faking it so hard that Billy thinks her screams of T Rex terror are actually screams of ecstasy. Yeah. Um, and he starts screaming at her, I'm good, right? I'm good, right? Tell me I'm good. Um, Unaware and, uh, that there is a dinosaur standing above him. Right. That so scene goes on way too long. The sexuality long. stuff in this is weird. Uh, way too long. Uh, so uh, slutty bad girl one, uh, she gets picked up by the foot. And dangled above the thing. Billy sees and runs away because he's a coward. Uh, and he's and he says, uh, "Hey, there's a monster here! Get the cops!" And he starts yelling everything. And then everyone looks over and sees the um, the T Rex, and so they start running too because there's a giant T Rex. Um, so also, we never see what happens. This movie no. is very demure about violence towards women. The only yeah. woman that actually has anything happen to her. Um, is uh, is slutty bad girl one, but it happens entirely off screen. Like right. they mentioned, they mentioned they found a, a body of a girl who's missing a leg, which we assume is slutty bad girl one, but we never see it happen. Um, like he, the, the, the this, the T Rex has a code. It's no women, no kids. Yeah, no women, no kids. It's chivalry at its finest. Destructive yeah. transplanted brain T Rex. Yes, it's true. Um, what one woman, one woman, no kids. So one woman um, and um, almost like in that Dexter way where it was like right. they were out causing issues. Yeah. 
So um, Billy stands in the doorway of some kind of tent-like structure, which, like, there's a bunch of high school kids in there, I guess. I mean, they're all in their mid-20s. High school kids in there. Like, I don't know. Is this, like, the keg room? Like, they're just sitting in there. doing. One of them seems to be passing around a basket of fries. Like, it's just this very odd thing. He's like, there's a dinosaur out here. Somebody's got to get a gun. Got to get a gun now. And then the the the... T-Rex mouth comes down, grabs him by the head, and lifts him up. And they go, oh, it's just Billy. He's just funning around. He's funning around with a giant T-Rex animatronic head. And so then he pulls his head off. His head drops down. The body drops down. There's blood everywhere. Everyone runs away. Everyone's sprinting every which way. The T-Rex sticks his foot out around a corner and trips only the two guys he intends to trip. Who are members of Billy's entourage? He's and the and then Byron fall, trips over those two guys, so he steps on their chest cavities and brains, and they explode everywhere. But then he looks down also, at Byron. If you're a T Rex, why are you using a drop toe hold here? Like, what are we? What are we doing? Yeah. Why are we doing uh, Larry Curly and Mo stuff when you're a T Rex? I don't know. Uh, he, he 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 sees that Byron's there. He Byron, he stops. Byron's like frozen in fear. He reaches down with his little tiny T-Rex arms. He grabs him by the shoulders, picks him up, dusts off his head, and, and like lets him go. And then Byron runs away. And then, uh, so then l- later, uh, right right now, there's these two members, other members of, of Billy's entourage. They're trying to hide under a car, but the T-Rex sees him. So he walks over and jumps on top of the car, squishing the car onto them and and splurting blood everywhere. And that's when the cops show up. This is the John Cena part of the baby face with no friends. You just become a T-Rex and you get to wipe out all of the Nexus. It is... That's right. That's right. uh, The sweet, sweet revenge. And there's still another 20 minutes left on this movie. Another half hour left on this movie. Oh, like this is halfway through the movie. We're halfway through. Okay, so like structure-wise, you took out like the first round of bad guys. Like yeah. the this should be like the climax of the movie, and we still have so much to yeah. go because the plot of this movie is, and I reiterate, for no reason, evil scientists <laughs> took out the brain of an alive high schooler who could have just been a dead high schooler. And put it in a T-Rex. So, yeah. like, they just deviated from the plot with it itself immediately. That, like, what should be kind of, like, the horror movie finale of this is halfway through the movie. Right. So, Melville and Norville are the two Dukes of Hazard deputies. And they show up. I hate them. Um, and so is And so, Sheriff, Sheriff, the Sheriff shows up. Um, he's a black guy. Uh, they find a bunch of bodies. Uh, this, the the bartender who calls himself Caveman Ken for some reason. He's definitely not a caveman type at all. Looks like Kenny G with a shorter haircut. <laughs> um, and uh, and and they find Caveman Ken and this other girl hiding under a bar. You're going to have to slap it out of them. They're in shock. Um, uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a dinosaur. Uh, and then Byron shows up and says to the, to the black sheriff, she's telling the truth, Pop. So the sheriff is, is hey, there's two black people in this town. What are the odds they're related? Oh, they are related. Perfect. Of course Wonderful. they are. Um, 
So uh, he tries That's to explain two more it than his... a lot of these movies to their credits. So. Yeah. Um, uh, so he tries to explain it to his dad while he's doing that. Um, one deputy says to the other, R.E. Byron, if you drop anything, don't bend it. O- don't bend over. I hate them so much. Um, uh, so Byron tells his dad the truth, but dad thinks everyone's on drugs, including his son. I want everyone tested for, for drugs, including all the victims. Um, uh, so, uh, cut to Walkenstein and Helga finding Carl's steamrolled body. Like it's, it's way not, it's like, it doesn't look anything like the, the crushed bodies we've seen around the party. And the same thing happened to him that happened to them, but it's done for a comedy. So it's fine. Um, so, uh, Walkenstein is thrilled with this, uh, latest development. He thinks it's great. Look, look at it. It has its own mind. That's awesome. Mind is killing people, but that's good. Uh, Helga drags Carl's steamrolled corpse behind her and it weighs five pounds. Like the mass of the body doesn't change once it's flattened. Like it, she should be struggling to, dra- to drag it. But, she, but anyway, uh, they're going to go find Tammy because they know that's where the, the, the girlfriend is where is where the boyfriend is going to go. So. Got to Cammy, fresh out of the shower, sits at her vanity to do her makeup. T-Rex Michael is walking up, so there's earthquake, little earthquake tremors. Um, so she looks, sees him in the mirror, turns around, looks at him and screams and faints. Daddy barely hears her scream over the sound of the blender, uh, but walks upstairs to investigate. By the way, the blender is in this most 70s-ass kitchen in 1993. <laughs> that microwave, that built-in microwave had a big dial on it. Like an analog dial. Like for the, like the timer is a dial you turn. Like that was a, that's This was 1994. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, she comes upstairs, open the door. There's no Tammy. There, there's, it's kind of disheveled and the window is open. Did you go out the window? How did the dinosaur... Get her out of there. The dinosaur is as tall as the window, so it can't stand on its tippy toes. It doesn't have go-go gadget arms. How does it reach 10 feet into her spacious bedroom to drag her to the window to get her out of... It doesn't... It can't. It can't. Um, Cut to a dilapidated barn. And he's watching over her sleeping body like King Kong and Fay Ray. (laughs) Um, she wakes up, she screams, but she's like, she obviously is not trying to hurt her. So what's going on? He eats a rose, you know, like Michael did, trying to show her who he is. Uh, she does not say to the dinosaur, you're so crazy. That's why I'm not scared of you. She doesn't say anything like that. He points at her bracelet she's wearing. Okay, this is where I start just cracking up. <laughs> points at her bracelet, because Denise Richards, my God. Uh, she points at the bracelet. She goes, Oh, you want my bracelet? She says to the animatronic dinosaur. Um, Michael gave it to me. And he points to himself. He goes, you knew Michael? Like she's talking to a toddler or maybe a dog, but it's an animatronic dinosaur. So also, not enough shock for the fact they're talking to an animatronic dinosaur. Also, Michael is a very common name. And for the dinosaur to just know who your specific Michael is. I know, I know. And to be able to communicate with you and isn't trying to eat you. Also, the bracelet is shiny. The dinosaur might be pointing at it because it's shiny. Also, like, it's a dinosaur. You should be slightly alarmed. Right. 
right. at this um, instead of being like, oh, we have a mutual friend. Right. So it he starts pointing to the side of his head and then pointing to her side of her head. She's like, what, ears? Like, ears? ears. Like, no, 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 no. And she's like, oh, sounds like I get it. I'm going to play charades with an animatronic dinosaur. And this feels totally natural to me. She, she's like, she, so she goes, okay, sounds like, and he, and he does this because he's dinosaur. He's got, he's T-Rex. He's got two fingers. He does this. I was like, what is this? What are you doing? Uh, So she says, oh, sounds like uh, fingers. No, 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 no. Oh, sounds like rain, rain. Oh, uh, pain. Brain, name, name doesn't sound like it kind of does, but that's crucially not how the game works. And he's like, no, 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 brain, brain, go back to brain. And she says, brain. And he points to the bracelet. Michael, brain, Michael, brain, Michael's brain. You have Michael's brain. You have Michael's brain. (laughs) Michael. Are you in there? What have they done to you? Oh, I love you so much. You started dating him on Thursday. I swear to God. <laughs> you started dating him on Thursday. It's not your high school sweetheart you've been dating for five years. You started dating him on Thursday. Like, literally, this morning, like, the mor- no, no, yesterday morning, on, on your way from football class to sociology, you told him you couldn't go out with him. Today, you love him so much. <laughs> You love him so much. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is ridiculous, this movie. Um, uh, so um, so anyway, th- her dad's talking to the, to the sheriff who's, like, using a tape measure to find out how tall the window is. Like, what happened to my daughter? I don't want to tell you. Well, can you, can you give me a hint? And then... Um, like Denise Richards just walks up in her in her robe, bunny slippers. Oh, hi, Dad. Yeah, it must have been a meteor or something. I went out to the field to check and see if there were any other meteors, but there was no meteors. Anyway, I'm gonna go upstairs and finish doing my makeup. Uh, and her dad is nonplussed. Uh, the 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 the, the sheriff is very uh, doesn't know what's going on. Byron is there. What are you doing here? Uh, so anyway, it comes down to Byron and Denise, Tammy. Uh, and, and Tammy's Tammy. like, yeah, so he goes, hey, hi, Byron. Anyway, Michael's still alive and his brain is inside the dinosaur. And Byron's like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Doesn't No objections to anything at, in this movie. At all. At all. Jesse Ozog, you have pointed out the fatal flaw of Romeo and Juliet. Yes. That he, Romeo and Juliet have known each other for four days at the end. That is the fatal flaw of Romeo and Juliet. You're right. That is the reason why I believe it is not at its heart, a good story. Good scenes in it, not a good story. Four days, no. I don't I don't accept it. I the only thing I will say in remote justification of this is that teenagers are dumb and they think they're in love way faster than they are. Sure. So sure. I can buy it. I get that. Um so uh here we go. <clears throat> we need to get his body back, she says to Byron. At the funeral, we'll go to the funeral. Now, the next scene is the funeral. 
It has not been stated to us if this is later that afternoon, a week from now, what? We don't know when the funeral is. We are left to assume it is later that day, okay? That morning, I'm going to assume it's later that day because that's how this movie works. That morning, Walkenstein and Helga got the body back to the morgue. It is now fully dressed and we would assume embalmed and ready to be in a, at, at a, in, buried, okay? Um, at the funeral, everyone's there. Um, Denise Richards is wearing a slinky red velveteen, like spaghetti strap, low-cut dress and a belt made out of metal crosses. <laughs> And a black shawl, you know, funeral attire. Of course. Um, and um, everyone, uh, for a drunk child, Uncle, by the way, drunkle, drunkle, drunkle Bob makes a very moving speech. Bob's drunk. T Rex, T, T, T Bob is your drunkle. Um, uh, T Rex Michael is there. He cries. Uh, it's weird, like snot thick tears. I don't understand how the how the T Rex, the animatronic T Rex. I understand it's got a brain. Does a brain make you have tear ducts if you no longer if you don't actually have tear ducts? But definitely the thing cries snot, which is weird. Um, so everyone else leaves after the funeral. Temmy climbs down to the grave and opens the casket. He is fully decomposed. He's further gone than most zombies in The Walking Dead. He's been dead for a maximum of 18 hours. Correct. We, we know them took him back to the, to the morgue. For all we know, this morning there are maggots all over him. His left eye is just gone. Who prepared him for the burial? He is in a suit. What? Like, you got to get your money back from that mortician. That's not okay. And just the trajectory um, of mauled by a lion, too. Not a scratch on his face, too. This is like, it's a lot. The, the coffin is also full of rats. Yeah, gross. Um. So, they, they she climbs out of the coffin, uh, but... Michael T-Rex is distressed by seeing himself in this particular predicament. Uh, of course. So, Wouldn't so um, Walkenstein attacks to grabs her and is easily overpowered by a teenage girl. Helga gets thrown into the, uh, into the grave as well. So um, Helga and Walkenstein are there. They, they bought a big truck so they could transport the dinosaur. So Byron and um, Byron and Denise Richards steal the truck with Michael in the back of the truck. They are going to the morgue to find him a different body. That doesn't that that's dinosaur their new plan. isn't even the one to take out the evil scientists, right? Like it feels like if you're a dinosaur, you should be able to take them out. But they were like kidnapped. Yeah. They, they, yeah. We see them in the trap with duct tape over their face. I'm yes, like, you're yes. a dinosaur. I yeah, would murder yeah. them. No, not yet. They, they need it. They need him. Oh, that's true. To put the brain in the, the new body they find in the body. morgue. They steal in the morgue. They look at a bunch of dead bodies. One of them is gorgeous, but Deez Richards doesn't want him because his penis is too big. That's the joke. I will um, say the scene where she's like holding up dead people's heads and stuff, I thought was actually pretty funny. <laughs> They're like, that that, like, that was where I was like, these people need to be committed, like just done, like I'm done with with like like oh hey well let's sh we need to show these various dead bodies to the animatronic T Rex through the window of the morgue so he can do a T Rex thumbs up thumbs down. 
for these bodies is where I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Stuart Raffle should be in a cage somewhere. And again, would be great if this wasn't trying to be intentionally bad. Like, if that's a Velocipaster, we know what we signed up for. Right. This movie was um, earnest the whole time. Um, so he says no to most of them because they're short, and one of them because he's black, another one because he's Asian. Of course. I mean, they're he, Paul Walker. I mean, blonde hair, blue eyes. I mean, I mean just, it would just connect, connect the dots. I'm kidding. Um, R.I.P. Walkenstein and Helga hop away while bat- bound and gagged at just as the cops show up. Correct. So then uh, Byron and Denise Richard take the truck and go on a high-speed chase. They take evasive maneuvers into an orchard. Um, they stop short, just stop short of a canal. Okay. Uh, Byron jumps out to stall the cops, but he gets arrested by his dad. And then Tammy rides the T-Rex Michael off into the sunset. Literally off into the sunset. Which is what our thumbnail is from. We look great. Uh, We do look great. Uh, That is... (laughs) It's a very long high-speed chase. It's a low-speed chase. But it's a... a, Yeah, out into the country. It's a very long chase scene. Um, Cut to the next morning, presumably. Byron in full biking gear, like like Tour de France gear on a bike, riding down a dirt road through a field, being followed very close by by a police car that he ostensibly does not notice. Mm-hmm. But he should it's 15 feet behind him. He should notice the police car. So he's going to the same barn. He mentions it in dialogue. This is the I can't I knew where to find you because you told me he took you to this place when he found you before. This barn is within walking distance of her house, like walking in bunny slippers distance of her house, because that's where she comes back from. Um, So the FBI shows up, basically. It's a bunch of, like, cops in suits with shotguns and plainclothes cars. Um, Byron and Tammy uh, show up. Uh, they come out waving a white flag, well, a white brazier, which is not hers because she's she wasn't wearing one in this outfit. Uh, so I'm not nope, sure. Where we that see came one from. later, but nope. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, so they want to negotiate, but they are immediately apprehended, and that's when Doctor Walkenstein shows up with Helga, and uh, he's like, "Oh, well, I I just let this my dinosaur. You can't hurt him. Um, uh, we uh, like he's he's spouting a bunch of bullshit about." Growing living crystals into memory cells. It's all very, very new. It's so new, in fact, that we think it's going to put America right back on top. And all the cops are like, well, that's great. We believe well, everything that you case, say. Yeah. Um, so that's music to their ears. So they go in with a tranquilizer gun. Yes, you do. Uh, they walk in. Uh, he shoots a bird because he thinks it might be the dinosaur. Because that's how dumb he is. Um, by the way, he he literally ad libs to the camera multiple times during the movie. He's just like like they. So oh, like breaking Stuart the fourth Ra- wall, kind of Stu- like yeah. Stuart like- Raffle hired Terry Kaiser, who he directed in Mannequin Two, and says you can do whatever you want. And Terry Kaiser says, "I will actively ruin everything about this movie." But so also much so that I think about it. So much so that I will I will make. All of my scenes, the only thing worth watching, but it will all, but it will ruin the rest of the movie. 
by Correct. me being in it. Which was already uh, in shambles. It's just, yeah. Oh, sure. Um, so, T-Rex Michael jumps out of the shadows and bites Walkenstein's torso in half. Okay? Um, like, he takes a big bite out of it and, like, removes... And it's obvious that, like, they pull something away that is not... They gave Terry Kaiser a giant gut to be pulled away from him that he yes. does not have in the movie. Uh, so, um, then Helga gets the guts spat on her and she runs away. Again, very chivalrous, will not harm a very Please. evil woman. Uh, she punched him twice, which yes. allowed his brain to be removed. She does, she does, she also deserves it, but anyway. Um, so the the cop he he comes out the cops fill him full of lead, just shoot a hundred a hundred thousands of bullets at him rounds and rounds and rounds and Tammy starts screaming no and runs up to him and cradles his little scaly face and says how how could I ever live without you and like his eyelid half closes she started dating, she started dating him on Thursday. Um, so now we cut to Tammy arriving to her house, uh, hugging her parents, running up to her room and her dad saying, uh, I don't like him being up there like that. So this is the beginning of the last scene. She goes into her room and she starts up a computer and she takes the lens cap off of a camcorder that she has mounted up on the wall. She says, hi, honey. And Paul Walker's voice says, I missed you. I miss you too, honey. Do you want the usual? Desperately. What's the usual? So the usual appears to be tequila and Coke mixed together in a tumbler and poured over the naked exterior of his brain in a dish with tubes and wires going into it. She says, hey, I got good news. They found the frozen bodies of those skiers that went missing. Might be a good lead. I'll look into it tomorrow. Um, says, hey, I would like another alcoholic beverage poured over my brain. She says, no, your analyst says you might have me having some trouble adjusting. So I think one is good enough. However, you want a little action? He's like, oh, yeah, baby. Okay, well, I'll be right back. And she leaves the room. And she comes back in a very elaborate lingerie with a feather boa and opera length gloves and like garters. And she does a very unsexy striptease. Yeah, yeah, she just, she just waves weird. her hips back and forth. Um, a lot of hair and, tossing. And uh, Michael gets more and more into it. Um, it's uh, the whole thing culminates in Michael's brain reaching orgasm and sending a shower of sparks all over the room. Uh, and then he says, uh, "Oh yeah, oh you got to get me a body." He says, "I can't take any more of this." Roll credits. What a coincidence, Michael's brain. I too cannot take any more of this movie. Done. This, if, if I was, if I found enough of this movie cute and unintentionally funny to recommend it, 
this scene takes away all of that. that. Yeah. All of that. Denise Richards doing a weird, unsexy striptease for a brain in a jar. Not even a jar, a dish that then the brain reaches sexual climax and sends sparks shooting everywhere. And Paul Walker's voice, now we know from beyond the grave going, oh yeah, baby. Nope. Done. Done with this movie. I, I, I honestly, I was also on the fence. But this scene, get the flick out. I would say, I mean, what do we even say about the ending of this movie? Like, it felt like they were like, oh, I, th- I think Denise Richards is hot. What should we do? Um, or they were like, this entire movie's bad. Let's pretend we knew it was intentionally bad the whole time. This was so weird and uncomfortable and out of place. Um, and also, like, it, it's too much of a mess of a movie to like go enjoy. I saw people in the chat saying like they they watched it with a bunch of their friends. It, it's definitely one of those like if there's like eight people around and you want to just goof yes. off, like that's probably the way to keep it in. But like it's it's rough to recommend. They also just use I I meant to bring this up earlier, but like a lot of those like gay jokes were really yeah, bad, and they much. just use the f word slur for over like over again. really, really, really bad in that regard too. So it's like it's pretty not great. Um, you have to just be like in a very specific thing that you're signing up for if you do go watch it. But like, I don't feel any better for the experience. I would say so. I will also be getting the flick out of here. I will say the fight scenes are legendarily bad. Like the way the bat is used is actually hysterical. Um, yeah, I. It's a it's a waste of time. Right, it's a waste of time, um, and it's a very uncomfortable ending. Tim does my work for me. I'm, I'm this, this, I probably would have thought of this if the, if the last scene hadn't freaked me out so much. Once Michael gets the body, shouldn't he be arrested for the murder? 100%. Yeah. Like, okay, great. No, your brain was in the body of a T Rex and you used that T Rex thing to kill dozens of people. Now you're in a bot. Now we're going to put your new human body on trial for murder. Sorry. You're going to go to, you're going to go away for a very long time. And the doctors oh. who met a device anyway, but like, I don't know. They murdered someone in the hospital that could have just been murdered by a lion. This is also bad and weird. And I, I, it is like very annoying that like, we have no idea why the evil scientist did that. Like, no. that's one thing I actually no, he, do appreciate he, about. He, he, he gives a reason for it during the, it was weird. I didn't catch it until I watched it a second time. God, I hate that I do this. But um, but I had to watch a second time. But he says to Helga, what we're going to do is we're going to put brains in different bodies. You will never die because your brain will live forever. We'll just upgrade you with new bodies. So everyone will be immortal. We're going to sell this for millions of dollars. Anyone who can pay us can with us transplant their brain from one body into another body. But we'll just make animatronic bodies that can also live forever. Your okay. brain will control anything you want. You can control a dog or a monkey or or you, you know like or whatever you want. 
we will put your brain on everything. We're going to make millions of dollars from this. That's his big idea. Okay, I must have missed that. And that was definitely well, ad lib because there was no way they, no way they uh, that No way, no way, no way at all. Nope. Because no. you're, they also murdered someone to do it. And they have a whole morgue full of people. They could have just taken any Like I They could have figured something. I know. Oh, God. So bad. Yeah. This is, this is tough because there are some things that are so insane you should see them. But that would be more of like a clip package. I don't think you need to spend. No. You definitely don't need to watch it twice like the host of the show. Yeah, I don't know. It's my fault. It's my fault. I can't, I can't do it. I do appreciate the South Park references in the chat, by the way. The people who were like, step one, snatch yes. brains. Two, put them in dinosaurs. Three, profits. That is some underpants gnomes kind of stuff. So yes. I appreciate yes. those chats. But Again. get the flick out of here. Get it, yep. get it away. I truly, I truly do apologize to Jenny Van for going over our uh, allotted sixty-minute time limit, but okay. we had to. We had to. We did. We had to, so we could tell everybody to get the flick out of here. Next week, we'll see you. Bye, everybody. Have a good weekend. R e s p e c t. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.